Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Libra Lounge with Keisha podcast. Um, Producer James and I are not getting along at the moment at all, and he almost got abandoned. (laughs) He did. Like, left. I was going to drop you off at the fire station. But why? Because you know why. Do you really want me to say why? No, I have uh, co-workers who don't need to know that. Uh, yeah, uh, you know, I don't know what it is that producer James really does for a career. I mean, it is, I just don't. Just as long as the check hits on the 15th and the 31st of the month, I'm good. But he does some kind of nerd shit. And um, when he and his coworkers are meeting and I happen to have pulled the short stick that day, and I have to be around it and hear it, it really sounds like they're speaking a different language. And let's not add the people from overseas to the chat because then it is like, um, how do I make it not sound racist or prejudiced? I don't think I can. Yes, you can. It is a fun and diverse cultural experience. All right, well, I felt like I was talking to two of my doctors on the phone because the accents are Bookishly similar, and that is all that I will say about that. But yeah, a meeting that was supposed to be really quick turned into like an hour and a half meeting. Like I was really about to go. I was ready to go. But then I realized we rode together to the studio, so I was stuck. Then I know he would have just told my mom that I left him, and then I would have had to hear her mouth because he always tells on me. Like, who, what? Do you guys, like couples, do y'all tell on each other to the other person's parent? I don't do shit like that because I feel as though I'm woman enough to handle any situation with James on my own. That's why God gave me two fists. (laughs) But when I do something, he tells my mama. I mean, Miss Charlotte, I just... (laughs) Why do you always do that, boys? Because that's how... When you talk, that's how I hear you. <laughs> um, it used his voice is like Eeyore decided to have some balls one day. That is James's voice through my ear canal. Um, but yes, he tells on me. Like, who the fuck? Do- Somebody who's outmanned, outpowered, outnumbered by your that- wife? Y- you? Yes. <laughs> yeah, like I won't even know that he has told on me. <laughs> Until I hear her come down the stairs and I can, I know the mood according to the step shuffle. (laughs) And I was like, oh, shit, this motherfucker done told on me, Keisha. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Or I'll get a text. You really need to take it easy on James. Why? Why do I need to take it easy on James? Maybe I need to amp shit up a little bit and we won't have no problems. No hateration in this dancery. But James is all, but I will say this. One day my mom caught him. He does things to rile me up and he thinks it's really funny until he goes one round too far and he realized, damn, I fucked up. Uh, Miss Charlotte, then he wants to run and tell my mom on me. But she caught him one day. She heard me just, and she saw him around the corner smiling. He thinks it's funny when I get riled up. 
Like, you know, when you're a kid and no. like, a, like a neighborhood dog you would mess with, and then one day that dog just tears your face off. It was fun all the way until he tears your face off. Yeah. That's kind of how I treat our relationship. And then he's sneaky. Like, he he don't have the balls to actually go up to her and, can I talk to you? No. He sends a fucking text message to her almost every single time. Or he'll conveniently be in the garage when he knows she's about to go somewhere and be sitting in a corner looking stupid. So she'll say, what did she do? D what did she do this time, James? To my baby, James? Just... <laughs> do you think maybe the fact that she asked what did Keisha do first might be an indication? She's used to your looks now. She knows how to tell if I've done something versus if you're like stressed from work. Okay. But he, but the point, because <laughs> he tried to derail us, the point that I was making is that he will set it up. Like he will fucking wake up earlier to go sit in the garage in a chair with his hat, his hat hanging down low. He gets a bottle of water, sprinkles fake tears and shit. And as soon as she opens the door, he's sniffling. And of course, she has to say, what's wrong, James? Because, you know, otherwise she'd be an asshole. That's what I would do. I would walk right past somebody like, he out here for a reason. He want to be by himself, so I'm going to just keep going where I'm going. He must be all right. <laughs> but that's just me. <laughs> and... If I see a grown man in a corner crying, I'm gonna let I'm gonna let him keep feeling his feels. <laughs> I don't think that it is my place to ask, is he okay? Because if a grown man is not sitting in a garage in a vehicle with it running and a garage door crying, <laughs> then he's okay. Now, if I walk in a garage and that's the situation, then I'm gonna be like, on the window. You okay? Or do you want me to call somebody? So basically, if I'm in the act of slowly committing suicide, you would act what's wrong? Maybe. <laughs> it would depend on the phase, because there's phases of it. You know what I mean? I have to time things correctly, because if you're at the point where it's like your last few breaths, I got to get out of there. Because the police is going to, they're going to investigate me first. So I need to hurry up, go through Starbucks so they can timestamp what time I was there. So they will know I had absolutely nothing to do with whatever the fuck he got going on in that garage. So I don't basically, know. Basically, you, you have to leave before you hear the face hit the horn. Yeah. Like, literally, James would commit suicide to get me in trouble. He would commit suicide and make it look like a homicide. Because he don't want me to be happy in life if he's not here on Earth. No. He, prob he probably has this set up, okay, with his little nerd friends, all two of them. Okay, guys. So this is the time frame. Here's a diagram of what I'm going to do. At exactly this time, I need for you guys to come perform CPR on me. Because that bitch isn't. And he's right. I'm not going to. Look, if this is what... You planned out your day. <laughs> <laughs> this is on the agenda. Who am I to say that's not what I would do, but do you, boo? I mean, that. go ahead. Okay, yeah. All right, all right. So anyway, yeah, it's um, 
couples have really had to go through it during this quarantine, have quarantine, because we're, we've had to really be stuck with one another a lot more than normal. And I tell you what, the first month and a half, I didn't think I was going to make it. I was like, I, I just take COVID. <laughs> <laughs> I can't be here. I was stuck in the house with James, my mom, Skylar, and the animals. That was a lot for me. That's six life forms. Huh? Yeah, that was a lot. That 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 was a lot. I'm a very moody person, and my mood switched like this. They get to talking loud, watching gun smoke. What's for dinner? Are we gonna eat together? Ooh, are we gonna drink? Remember that time my mom got drunk after half of half of drink? I remember you wanted uh, watermelon mules. Yes, we made yeah. those, and then for some odd reason, I needed to go. It had to be urgent for me to go to Walmart because I only go to Walmart for urgent reasons. I, I just go to Target instead. But we have a little small, what is it called, Walmart marketplace yeah, by our house, market, yeah. which is a smaller um, version of Walmart. So I needed something. So I was perfectly fine getting in my truck. Then here comes the Scooby-Doo gang, all of them. <laughs> And my mom cannot get in the truck. She keeps falling, and she's got a fry in her mouth. <laughs> like a cigarette. She's not a drinker at all. And, you know, after the fifth stumble of her trying to get out, I was like, I'm okay to go by myself. As a matter of fact, none of y'all were invited. Um, so I, you know, did what any daughter would do. I didn't help her. I just recorded her <laughs> for future references and then send it to my brothers and all of them. But yeah, we've had to really spend a lot of time. I mean, it's, you can't even on a Friday night say, let's go to the movies, because there's nothing there. Um, and that was our thing. It's just, we're not quarantined, but we're still very much restricted. And I think producer James and I have probably gotten on each other's nerves. I wouldn't say that. I would. Um, anyway, so <laughs> my allergies are toe up from the flow up. So y'all are going to hear me sniffling the whole hour that we're talking. Um, Producer James, are there any show updates or anything like that? As y'all can see, we still haven't done the studio. Because <laughs> I, uh, I'm trying to become a recluse. It's a work in progress. No one will let me just be a recluse. I'm, I, I have it in my head. I just want to... Sell everything. I don't want to be a minimalist. No, because I, I still need to go get my nails done and my no, hair done. No, your ass is a maximalist. I'm a maximist. <laughs> but I want to be a recluse. But um, but you got to be a rich recluse. Like, okay. you want to be like Grey Gardens. So let's refer right? back to that suicide mission you had going on earlier today. <laughs> um, it's not, I'm a very social person. Like, I have to be around people. But when I don't want to be around people, I really fucking don't want to be around people. And just with me being sick, my energy level has been low and just outside just looks so germy now. It just really you actually, does. What'd you say today when you were driving in the truck and I was on the phone? You said something like, it's just dangerous out here. It is. <laughs> it's just, I was like, ooh, don't look at me. People get COVID by looks. Don't. Mm-mm. <laughs> no. Like, I mean, honestly... The last, what, two months? 
my out of the houseness has been <laughs> very scarce. It's been more doctor's appointments than anything else. So yeah, true. Yeah, but I'm I'm like very paranoid about COVID. I've always taken it seriously. But now I really take it seriously, and I'm just like, because everyone fucking has it, you know? It's, 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 look, everyone, this is how much everyone has COVID right now. What, what kind you got? What kind? Which one you got? You got the A, B, C, D, or the, uh, the death one. The D is the death one. Which one do you have, girl? So, you know, it's just like when someone says someone has COVID, you really have to say, what version? Because there's so many. There's the, oh, I can't taste, I can't smell. Okay, then there's the, uh, I can't breathe, I feel like I've got the flu, body aches, all of that stuff. Then it's the one that's like, oh, shit, they're making me come into the hospital. And then, well, I mean, we all know what the last one is. Um, no need to bring it up, but it's just, I'm paranoid. I just, I don't know. I feel like the more seriously I take COVID, the more the rest of the world fucking doesn't. <laughs> like, um, anywho. Um, if you are a friend of the Libra Lounge, you know what time it is. It is time for the gab. We know she has a really big mouth, which sounds kind of dirty, and that's probably true too. Let's gossip the gab with Keisha. All right, so we are filming uh, on a Tuesday. You got the show drops on Wednesdays, correct? Right. Um, so today is Tuesday, and it also marks the one-year anniversary of the death of Kobe Bryant and his daughter, Gianna Bryant. Do you say anniversary for a death? I can't. You do, yeah. Do you? It's, yeah, it's the anniversary. I mean, yeah, anniversary of the death. You know what? I can't even lie. It is still very much so surreal. It still doesn't seem I – don't, I, don't, I don't know if it's because – you know what it is? It's it's because Kobe Bryant was one of those people that my generation grew up with. Like from what maybe junior high, high school, there's always been a Kobe Bryant in our lives. Yeah, and, and Kobe wasn't – like it's funny. He's our age. He's our age, exactly. But it's also funny, like he wasn't in the news doing shit all the time. No. So it's almost hard to remember right. that he's not alive. Yeah, it, that's know? true because he was one of those people who, look, this is what I do for a living – he wasn't interested in being a celebrity. Um, he wasn't a Kardashian, for sure. Uh, but, yeah, it marks one year. And then when you stop for a moment and you think about it, I, everyone can remember exactly where they were, what they were doing when they got the news. And then, what, a month later, all hell broke loose. Pretty much. Uh, you know, that's when COVID happened. And then, yeah, I honestly cannot even... I don't remember the time frame from when George Floyd got killed and then COVID. Was COVID first and then George Floyd, or was it, like, right around the same time? Well, were we in New Orleans when George Floyd happened? I don't – look, when we were in New Orleans, him and – James and I were COVID dumb, all right? <laughs> we – we to our own defense, back then, everybody was calling the coronavirus, right? You didn't hear COVID. So I'm like, oh, we cool. We ain't in Mexico. And we're not Mexican. So we're going to get the coronavirus. Um, I honestly thought that coronavirus came from Mexico. I did not realize how serious it was until we were in New Orleans. Um, I, t mom, I, I told my mom, she goes, you know what? Y'all better go ahead and go now because this corona is getting pretty serious. I'm like, okay. 
Um, and then we went to New Orleans, and all of a sudden, when we start checking into places, our phones kept like going off, and it's like, what the fuck are y'all doing in New Orleans? Y'all know that Corona's going around, and all of this stuff. Um, we had a good time in New Orleans. I mean, literally, we waited in no lines because, you know, um, as soon as we came home, got on the freeway to come home, they shut everything in New Orleans down. And that's when I looked at James, I'm like, this shit may be worth a little bit of investigation. <laughs> like, um, yeah. we may want to see what's really going on, but we didn't have to because every morning at like 4.30 a.m., my mom felt the need to send me an article about coronavirus. Yeah, so let me put this in perspective. George Floyd died on May 25th. So like, Holy shit, that was a what? I know. Really? Yeah. No. Yeah, May 25th. That's not right. Yeah, that's absolutely right. I looked it up. Look it up again. That's not right because George Floyd was dead before Scholar's birthday long before. No. George Floyd died May 25th, 2020. May 25. Which is crazy when you that think about it. We were already right. we were two months of lockdown. I think that was part of what people were saying was that everyone was so pissed off about being locked down for two months. It was part of like the powder keg. I I but that's been if someone would have come in and said, hey, we'll give you a million dollars, I would have lost it because I thought that they were like this, like back to back, like same time frame. But God, we had been locked down for two months before George Floyd even was killed. Yeah, it's crazy. And here we are a year later. We still don't have a trial either. No one's been convicted. Yeah, I don't know where that's at. I don't know where it is either because... I didn't know he was buried in Pearland. He's from Houston. Oh, okay. See how white folks don't pay attention? See, that's why we still have Black History Month. <laughs> oh, God. Okay? That is why every year I'm like, you know what? Maybe it's maybe we don't need Black History Month anymore. Then some white person says some stupid shit like what he just said. I'm like, nah, we still said, nah, we need to go another century with it. We keep keep Black, <laughs> Black History Month alive and active for a very, 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 very long time. Uh, but, yeah, you know, I, will, I have to commend Vanessa Bryant because – I I don't know how she had the strength to, I don't want to say carry on, but she's handled everything with, I don't know, with a sense of grace and strength. She's been there for her girls, but she's been very open and transparent about her feelings, which I think is great. You know, she's like, some days I'm okay, and then other days I don't want to get out of bed, and People always forget that she not only lost her husband, but she lost her child, too. Um, so, yeah. So, if you were not a fan of Kobe Bryant, most definitely don't get on social media because that's what's in social media right now, you know. And they were friends with a lot of heavyweight celebrities, and I never even knew about it until after he passed away. I mean, they were in with everyone. And I think it was mostly Vanessa because there's a lot of women. And I think the, like, you know, Lala Anthony, Khloe Kardashian, mm. she's, you know, really good friends with all of them. But I never even knew until, you know, after Kobe and Gianna were killed. And I'm sure there's probably, there's a lawsuit, some lawsuits going on about all of that as well. Uh, I know they're suing the helicopter company. And I heard the saddest thing today. I think I told you earlier, I was watching, what's one of those female all talk shows, but it's not The View? 
I don't uh, know. The estrogen power hour? It's the one uh, with Jeannie Mai and Lonnie Love, Garcelle Bouvier, and Adrian Belong. Okay, I remember. I know all the people, but I cannot. Damn, that's that's impressive. Well, I don't watch the show. I only watch this show when I'm getting my nails done because they have that channel on. Uh, but I want to say it was Garcelle. She was saying that her teenage sons, uh, they were talking about Kobe Bryant. They were very big fans. And one of her boys said, you know, I wish that COVID had happened earlier. She said, I'm like, what? And he was like, if COVID had been earlier, Kobe wouldn't have been in the helicopter going to that game. And I'm like, oh, shit. You know what I mean? It's so weird when we think that kids are not paying attention. They really are paying attention, and they get a lot of shit better than what we do. Adults suck. We just suck. <laughs> just... Yeah, that kid put some shit together. He you really know, did. Right? I mean, he yeah. really was, because he's right. You know, the chances are that he yeah. would not. So moving right along, um, Netflix has been the saving grace since COVID. Oh, what would we have done without Netflix? For one thing, we wouldn't have Tiger King. No one knew about Joe Exotic before that Netflix special came on. Even if you know a little bit about him, you didn't know as much as we got to fucking know about him. Um, but the, the newest craze, I can't remember if we talked about Bridgerton. Uh, I don't think so. I don't think we did either. You know, that was uh, a, net, a Netflix original. I mean, they're killing it with their original stuff. They, I mean, they really are. Everyone knows about Bridgerton. It was during the um, time of Queen, oh, Queen Charlotte. Uh, Charlotte, yes. Queen Charlotte. Victorian. Victorian era. Uh, really good. Uh, it's, it's, it's colorful. The storyline, it's based off of a book. It's, it's great. It is diverse. Um, and everyone thinks that the leading male character is so fun. I just think he's cute. I don't think he's just, he looked like every other little nappy-headed mixed race man around, walking around town. <laughs> That's what he looks like to me. He's not fucking looking like. You know? It's, it's just, but um, it was very good acting. It was just something that was refreshing. So, fast forward to last week, and everyone's like, Lupin, Lupin. And I'm like, oh, okay, Professor Lupin from Harry Potter? <laughs> They, they did a show about him? Uh, no. It's, the show was actually pronounced Lupin. Is that correct? Lupin. See, I, I hate motherfuckers that gotta be extra. Just, it's fucking Lupin. He gotta do all this extra. I just don't. It's French. Lupin. <sighs> Y'all don't understand. <laughs> when we first started dating, he was quiet. Mouse-like almost. Twelve years later? Hey, you have, to tell, you have to tell him to turn his mic off. 12 years a slave. Yeah. And tell me about it. Anywho, so um, this new show is Lupin, and I actually watched all the episodes last week while I, I watched all of them during chemo. Yeah. Um, I was not happy when I realized it was only five episodes. After I'd watched all of them, I'm like, there's a glitch. Is anyone else's Netflix not showing the sixth episode of Lupin in this chemo room? Chemo room? Anyone else? Or is it just me? Is it? Then I was like, five episodes? Oh, God. So, anyway, it's a really good film. It's, um, you know, I've got to go back and look and see, was it filmed recently? Because something about it makes it seem like it was filmed a while back. Um, anywho, it's a French story about um, a guy, what is that one, Senegal? 
Is that a country? That is, yeah. With black people? Yes. Like African black Africa, people? Yeah. That's the one. So uh, <laughs> he and his dad are immigrants from Senegal because when you see his nose, you will see the Senegal all up in there because it is it's straight <laughs> Amistad nose. <laughs> Amistad nose? Yes, it is African, okay? <laughs> When you see him, you know that, nah, he's not black. He is African <laughs> there because there's a difference, okay? Anywho, um, it's the story of a father and son uh, who immigrated from Senegal to France. And the dad is a chauffeur for a very rich family. And he is framed for the robbery for trying to steal a necklace that was owned by my girl Marie Antoinette. <laughs> I didn't even know it was it had anything to do with Marie Antoinette before I watched it. So that was a pleasant surprise. Um, so this kid is left an orphan and having to fend for himself. He gets a uh, good education because the family pays for his education. So I want to say now he's probably about in his thirties, maybe something like that. And he, has made it his goal to seek revenge for his his father being framed for this crime, which ultimately led to his father committing suicide while he was in jail. Um, all of his actions on how he is going about trying to bring this family down is based on a book that his father gave him. Which, I mean, that's pretty fucking smart. When you read a book and you use that character crimes commit your crimes right that's smart that's easy unless there's someone else who read the fucking book like a detective which is part of the storyline as well um uh, but lupin is most definitely <clears throat> excuse me one to check out um what was another one that oh i am finally watching downton abbey after years and years and years of people saying i can't believe you haven't watched downton abbey i'm like no i haven't watched it uh, but b part of my recluseness that I've tried to commit to, is that a word? It is now. Recluseness. That sounds accurate. Reclusiveness. Recluseness. Yes. Recluseness. A little spit even flew out of my mouth when I said it. That confirmed that it's a word now. Um, I started watching Downton Abbey. But see, they won't let me have nothing at home. Nothing. They're like, oh, now she's speaking with a British accent. Mm. Yeah, it's just... Yeah, you know, I, that is what I do whenever I binge watch anything that the people speak with an accent. Remember when I was like watching uh, Yummy Mommies and I had like a horrible Australian accent? I, I get caught up in it. I, I, I feel like I speak that language. Like when, what was that other Netflix show uh, about Mexico? It was like the, the elite of Mexico. Oh, yeah. I really, I was like, I'm fluent in Spanish. Because you actually forget that you're having to read the subtitles. You really, your brain tricks you at some point. You are understanding the Spanish. Or is it just me who does that? Uh, I can appreciate that. Like, yeah. I watch a lot of stuff with subtitles, like yeah. anime. And sometimes I think I can understand Japanese. Yeah, you just yeah. kind of... Didn't realize it's, a, it's, a, it's a mind game almost because you're listening to something that you don't understand, but then the words are right there. So there's an understanding. You couldn't tell me I couldn't speak Spanish. I was like really um, about it until somebody in real life spoke Spanish and I didn't know what they were saying. So um, that 
that concluded that. Uh, but yes, Lupin is most definitely a good one. Um, I finally watched Pulp Fiction. Yes. Finally. And you know what? Without having watched all of Pulp Fiction, I'd already watched Pulp Fiction. Because you think about <laughs> when it came out, I'm like, I, this sound looks familiar. I know some of the dialogue. You don't realize, like, how many pop culture references that you know to the point that when you, you're like, it, it just felt familiar. It was a really good movie. It was a, a, a Quentin Tarantino movie, for real, real. But I was just like, I even, I'm like, you know what? I think this is that part where they did that song, Girl, you, you, You'll Be a Woman Soon. I feel like that scene is about to come up, you know? Yeah, that's how you know a movie has just been part of culture. Like yes. Like when you get that feeling. And, you know, and I will say there's a very important life lesson that can be learned from watching Pulp Fiction. If you go to someone's house to kill them, don't take a shit. Yeah. <laughs> Especially uh, if you're John Travolta. Yeah, you just, know you better hold that shit in and, you know. Well, don't leave your gun in the kitchen when you go to take a shit. Well, you have to leave the gun because you have to take his book with them to read on the toilet, James. Uh, Jeez, what is wrong with you? Sorry. So anyways, um, it's, you know, it's been, it's still been kind of slow with celebrities. You know, uh, I think Bow Wow was in town in Houston. Was it last week and a weekend before? <sighs> Lil Bow Wow? He don't go by Lil Bow Wow. Anymore. Oh, no, Big Bow Wow? I mean, once you start having kids and shit, you really can't go by Lil. Yeah. Um, so Bow Wow was here and had a concert at a club and... Well, what happened? You know how us do. Oh, no. When I say us, I mean people that look like me. There was no social distancing. There was no mask. Twerking. I'm sure, but I'm. I mean, I just was focused on the whole, you know, spreading of the virus <laughs> issue Which can going be spread on by twerking. And I'm just like, <laughs> yeah, because now it's gonna be like, don't look at an ass, because COVID can be transmitted that way. COVID ass. You, you don't know if that person farted, that COVID is in the air. And if you breathe in that, you're going to get COVID. So, yes. Which I will tell that that club got shut down and they got fined. And you know what? They should have not. I honestly feel like they should have fined Bow Wow too. How fucking irresponsible. Damn, I'm old. I actually said how irresponsible. No shit. <laughs> you just. I just said something was irresponsible. My age truly just showed right there. It but really did. It, it really did. But here's the thing is, I swear to you. That young man should have been fined for being irresponsible. It really was. It Who really the was. fuck are you? Yeah, he could have fined him. He wasn't going to pay it. But, um, yeah. Every single weekend, I, I see all these people going to all these events. No one's wearing a mask. People are closed. People are going hunting with, you know, their groups. And then the, next, the following weeks, they've got COVID because one person had it and didn't realize they had it. So no one was wearing a mask. It's just like... It's that asymptomatic shit that is the, that's, that's like the ninja COVID. I don't know, but I'm about to start having a security guard at the fucking front door of the boutique and be like, if a person even look like they got COVID, if they look like they can spell COVID, don't let them in. They got COVID. You know, it's just like, it's getting scary. You get more scared the, the more cases that are coming closer and closer to your friends and family, then, you know, it's like, okay, shit's, shit's real. It really is one of those things, like, you go so long just hearing about it, 
you kind of get complacent or you just get tired of it. And all yes. of a sudden you get refreshed when it's like right next door. Yeah. Right. We've been refreshed. Um, it's just, I, I get it. We're all tired of it. I mean, we're all tired of wearing the mask. We're all tired of everything that has come with COVID, but COVID is still here. And I think, you know what it is? People thought, oh, 2021, COVID, COVID's going to go away, magically go away at midnight. They thought a lot of shit was going to like just magically turn happy. And I was like, why are y'all thinking this? I am almost positive that 2020 and 2021 have the same ho-ass mama. We don't know who the daddy is for neither one of them. It's not the same daddy, but 2021 is going to be running them up, causing mayhem, conflict, violence. I mean, look at the shit that happened at Capitol Hill. You know, it's just it's just a continuation. I, I don't know. Anyway, when we get back from this break, we're going to do um, kind of a juicy reality TV breakdown because there was some drama that happened like just yesterday uh, with one of my favorite TLC, TLC shows. So we will be right back. Welcome back to the Libra Lunch with Keisha podcast. Just want to remind you guys to make sure you are following us on social media, especially Facebook and Instagram, and subscribe to our YouTube channel. You can also subscribe to... It was going too well. That <laughs> <laughs> was okay. Um, anyways, you, you can also subscribe to our YouTube channel, iTunes, TuneIn app, iHeartRadio, and I believe the Laughable app. Yes. Um, so, you know, some of the... Funniest shit happens during the breaks when we're just talking. And, you know, I have been having um, issues with my lupus. That's why I'm doing chemo. And <clears throat> it's, there's a running joke in the house because my mom thinks that the power of soup is just as powerful as chemo. So she has been trying to soup my ass out. Honestly, I think if I were in a deep enough sleep and she could, she would hook up an IV with chicken noodle soup so I could have soup in me all the time. It has been, I'm making you soup. Are you hungry? No, I haven't even had breakfast. An hour later, I made you soup. Do you want me to bring you some? No, I just had breakfast. An hour after that, hey, I made some soup. You need some soup? Nope, no, I don't. Still trying to digest that breakfast. Uh, later on, what time are you getting off? Because I made you some soup. Great. So it'll be ready when I get there. It has been soup. She, the equivalent of dicking a person down, except for with soup. That is what she has been doing. <laughs> Your mom been souping you down. I mean, I'll just walk in the kitchen and there's soup. And that, not even like canned soup. Like she no, like she's soup. making soup. If she's not making the soup, no, okay, on the real, she did make this one soup and it was so fucking good. I was like, don't let anyone else eat it. It was really good. I ate that for like days. But then if it's not her homemade soup, it has to be like Chinese soup. <laughs> There's power in it. That's why Asians live so long. Duh. Ancient Chinese secret. So it is basically, literally, you walk in the kitchen and there's a full meal for everyone and then just soup. I was like, I, I guess that's what I'm supposed to. It has been some days that it's hard to eat. So, and which is she said it because of course, here it is again. Scholar ratted me out to my mom because I was talking shit about her souping me down. She went and told my mom. She goes, Oh, so I heard there's a, a joke around the house about the soup. Look, sometimes when you're sick, you can't, you don't feel like eating. So soup is the easiest thing to get down and get you the nutrients, nutrition that you need. Nutrients. Yeah, which is funny because my mom kind of does talk like that. She messes up words like I do. 
<laughs> so anyway, the nutrients that you need, you can just slurp it on down. I'm surprised she hasn't given it to me with a straw. <laughs> All right, so uh, TLC. Oh, another saving grace from quarantine. What would we have done without Netflix and TLC? TLC kept it going, okay? During the quarantine, they, they were, you know, putting out new shows, and I think there's like 951 90-day 90 uh, 90 fiancés on. Um, so anyway. Five years of 90 days. Ooh, I'm like, are these motherfuckers going to get married or what? Yeah, uh, anywho, another show that I like a lot is uh, Unexpected, which is a reality show about Teen parents and going through the pregnancy and a little bit of life afterwards. It is good like what 16 and Pregnant used to be when it first came out. Um, except for each episode doesn't um, focus on one character on TLC Unexpected. It's a group of girls that they follow around. So it's kind of like 16 and Pregnant and Teen Mom. Like the first season of those. Kind of sort of like that. So I think this is maybe season five or six of Unexpected and Man. When I tell you that this has been a shit show, usually it's the guys that make you just want to reach through the television screen and just choke the shit out of them. But this season, it is the, the girls are awful. I mean, awful. Uh, there's one girl. Um, I can't even remember her name. Which one was she? She's with a guy named Aiden. Oh. I can't remember her name, but I remember this. So Aiden told me that guys ovulate just like women, and when the girl ovulates and the boy ovulates at the same time, that's the only time you can have a baby. And ovulate, is th th that's what she said. It's not me mispronouncing ovulate, but ovulate. <laughs> it's like... And this person's getting ready to raise a child. Um, then we've got, oh, what is that big foreheaded ass girl's name? Rihanna. Oh, Re oh she is just She's awful. The worst. And you know what's even more awful than her funk face and nasty attitude? The fact that on every episode they have to remind us that she had to have the. What surgery oh, wow. was it when your vagina hole and your butthole are too close together yeah, and have to some, go in and reconstruct? Yeah. Some antiplasty or something like that. Yes. Every single episode, they have to remind us, look, we're never going to forget that she has that. You don't have to remind us every single episode. Um, but I do feel bad for her because during the filming, this is when Corona is going around. And right now at the level, at the, I think she's like 36, 36 weeks pregnant. Mm -hmm. And they don't even know if moms are going to have anyone uh, in the delivery room or at the hospital with them, which is, that's pretty fucking scary just by itself. And then being 15, 16 years old. And being dumb. Being the, I mean, and then having your butthole and your vagina hole so close together that you had to get reconstructive surgery. Yeah, yeah. that's a lot. Yep. And every time her mom says that the girl is just like, would you stop telling them about my Because that's one of those things downstairs. that no one in the world would have ever known. No, no, no one ever know that. Yeah, so her situation is, I, I think that's emergency because if she were to have a natural delivery, oh. I don't think, well, what was it? 
were they still trying to determine if she could have natural or so going to be C-section? with COVID, remember when I was supposed to get some procedure and everything got, they call it elective surgery. Yeah. They're, they were trying to, where we are right now with the season, they are saying, the government is saying that's elective surgery. Maybe it was insurance. So her doctor's having to fight it oh, because yeah. if she does, I mean, she can have a natural delivery, but if she were to do that, she may not be able to use the restroom properly again. She may not be able to have sex, and she most definitely won't be able to probably carry another child without some kind of medical assistance. So, without without to me, it coming out of her ass or something. Probably, <laughs> you know, uh, with her ass and vagina hole having been that close together at one point. It's just her mom feels the need. <clears throat> her mom just keeps, it's like, okay, Rihanna already told us that on episode two. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> is it the producers keep telling you you need to remind the audience of it? Look, your audience is the same audience week by week. You know <laughs> what I mean? We we are following the story with you. Um, so we've got her, and she's a, she's this hor- horrible. She's just girl. so fucking childish. She re- she has a head <laughs> that remember Waterhead babies? Yes. Okay, she was like if a Waterhead baby and a regular baby had a baby, that would be their baby. <laughs> because it is huge. I, honestly, the first time I saw her, I was like, does she have a little Down syndrome? Well, she's... Because I mean, her head is just, it's... And no offense. She's a little dwarf head. It's sure. weird. It's like her head is way too big for her body, even though her body is a, an average size. It's just weird. She's not cute enough to have that attitude is what it really comes down to it. And she's got this guy who's so... He's Sweet. Trying. Yeah, he's, he's like, I want to be there when my baby's born. I can we sit down and talk about? I mean, he wants to be a dad, and she wants to just be a bitch. Yeah. Then we've got uh, Tyra and Alex, which we followed their stories already, and Tyra's being a fucking bitch too. <laughs> so listen to this. <clears throat> Tyra and Alex have, I think Layla, their baby isn't a year yet, but she's walking. So what? 10 months, maybe. And so, good for Tyra. Tyra is going to college. Two and a half hours away. And she's on a cheer team. Bitch, you got to give up some of them dreams when you have a baby. So, she's gone. I mean, her boyfriend is taking on the load of being, you know, both parents. And he's working. And he really, really loves being around his kid. He loves his kid. Then here comes Tyra's bitch ass. It's like, see, this is why men treat us so bad. Because when we have a good man, we don't know how to act. We act foolishness. Look, all you bitches can't be like me, okay? <laughs> can't treat your man like shit all the time and expect to keep him around. Um, so we're following that story, and I'm, I'm like, ooh, Alex is about to explode on her ass any given week, you know? I think it's, I think it's great that she's going to college, but I think it's pretty fucking selfish that she's going two and a half hours away so yes. she can be on a cheer team. That's telling me you got accepted to uh, other colleges closer, but you chose that one because you wanted to be on the cheer team. Exactly. And I'm sorry. No, it's time for Layla to be on the cheer team. You, you go put all of that in her, Layla. Layla, you're going to cheer. Um, and then we have what we thought was uh, a very good situation. Kind of. It was one of the better situations. Best of a bad. All right, so we've got Mirka and Ethan. Mirka. But I really think Ethan's gay. 
I don't think he knows it, but I, I know it. He's gay. Um, he, he is. Why do you say that? Because I have good gaydar. Okay. Yeah. And uh, so we've got these two. They get pregnant. Mirka's mom kicks her out immediately. She's like, oh, you're pregnant? Okay, bye. I don't want you here anymore. Kicks her out. Uh, Ethan, the dad, who's very excited. He's just excited about everything. He just seems like a really, he's either a really, really, really good kid or he's going to be a serial killer later on in life. <laughs> and he's just tricking us. Um, his family takes his girlfriend, Mirka, in. And they are so supportive. I mean, they just have taken on the role as parents. They're excited about being grandparents. They seem really stable. Um, they're really involved. They threw them like the bomb-ass gender reveal. I mean, their gender reveal was so good. I was kind of like, I want to be Mexican. I want to be a pregnant Mexican girl who has a fiesta-themed gender reveal with fireworks. That, that, that's what she had. And a mariachi band. And a fucking mariachi band. And the food, oh, the food looks, and I'm like, God damn, that's just the gender reveal? The bitch better be having a fucking dolphin, you know? Just like, okay, I'm like, I can't even imagine what the baby shower is going to be like. So, the, Mirka's mom is a bitch. Like, she goes to church, Catholic church, Monday through Sunday, but then wanted her child to have an abortion. Now, how does that work? That just, this, the, what? And then you kick your child out. That's a whole bunch of shit that really goes against Catholicism. 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 I went to Catholic school for eight years. It's Catholicism. So what's, I, you know, I guess with her, her mom gave her, like, clear, clear instructions, clear options. Like, her mom has been consistent. Even though it's shitty, she's been very consistent with her position. I know, but sometimes you just throw a threat out there. Like, how many times have I threatened to slap the dog shit out of you and Skylar? Yeah. Have I ever slapped the dog shit out of you and Skylar? Yes. Well, not Skylar. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> James, I have. Yes. But it's just like you, you, you threat, you threat, you threat, just hoping that the threat will scare the person into not doing what you don't want them to do. And then when they do it anyway, it's kind of like, um, awkward. <laughs> you know, but uh, she kept this 15-year-old girl, pregnant girl out. So, you know, her mom is like the spawn of Satan until yesterday when some shit came out. I must have been really bored yesterday because I don't even know how I saw this. Oh, Mirka went live. And they're, they're so dumb. This is how dumb they are. They go live knowing that everyone who's watching is going to do nothing but two things. Drag you for how you look. And they're going to ask you questions about the fucking show. You know that they're going to ask you the questions and you can't answer them because you're under a contract. So basically watching her live was, oh, guys, I don't know. I don't know. I think it mattered us for telling stuff like that. Oh, guys, I don't know. I don't know. You got to watch season two. Oh, no, I can't. Um, guys, come on. Don't ask me those questions. Bitch, then get off live. Like, you have nothing else to talk about. Are you going to read us a chapter from the Lord of the Rings? What? Why are you on live to, to tell us no to everything that we ask? But it did somehow come up about Ethan's parents kicking her, Ethan, and the new grandbaby out, which was a shocker because 
we have been watching Michelle and Charlie be like the epitome of great parenting. Yeah. And then it's like, okay, wait, what? Like yeah, some shit must have like really went down. Well, it did. Not that Mirka was, you know, uh, a veil of information. <laughs> so I had to do my own investigation. Stalking. <clears throat> yes, I stalked. <laughs> I stalked. So I finally find Ethan's mom on Facebook. And if you want to see her page, she's not under Michelle Ibarra. She's under Michelle Mariquin. You're welcome. Anywho, so I go on there and I'm like... Whoa, this bitch has gone from the sweet, wholesome, kind of stylish mom. She has blonde hair now, hair extension, colored contacts. Looks like she's got some Botox. She's lost some weight. She had a fucking midlife crisis and decided to kick her kid out and divorce her husband. Whoa. Yes. Whoa. Yes. So, whoa. Yes. Damn. So then I had to go creep on Mirka's mom's page out of curiosity, not because I'm nosy. It's from I'm the a show. journalist. Well, this, this show yeah, I'm was a journalist, about pop okay? What I do is called journalism or research. She's journalisming all of the place. All the time to get you guys the most up to date information. So, anyway, so I go to uh, Liliana's page, and then there's a picture of Liliana, the mom who wanted the child to get an abortion and when she didn't kick her out. Mirka, the girl who got pregnant and didn't get the abortion and got kicked out and had a baby. Her boyfriend and then Mirka's brother all together. And I'm like, so are they living with her? There's no fucking way. But we don't know. The only thing that gave any kind of clue to what was going on was on Michelle's page. And it was like so many lies going on being spread about me on social media. I'm not going to even address it. And just all this stuff, which like, bitch, you guilty. You know what I mean? Because if you weren't, you would have been like, no, I'm not. That None of that happened. But I can't figure out the reasoning. So I'm having to go through comments that people are leaving on our page. I've got to go back to Instagram and look at shit. And this just doesn't make sense at all. Okay, so apparently the reason why they get kicked out is because Michelle's sister called and Mirka didn't answer the phone. That makes absolutely, that makes, makes no, no sense. sense at all. Like one time? Like, I don't want to skip that. So then I, uh, I had to send a message to my friend Tracy Carnazzo, uh, who is the host of 90 Day Fiance Trash Talk and Team Mom Trash Talk and unexpected unexpected trash talk i was like do you hear what is fucking going on and she's like yeah what the hell i'm like well what i had had did was i looked her up on facebook she's like oh what's our handle i'm like oh well she's under mariquin and she's like ooh, see that is some good fucking journalistic investigation because you guys have all been looking up michelle ibarra but she dropped that because you know why She's divorcing Charlie. That is just, wow. Yeah. I hope, well. Pass me the mic, Wendy Williams. There's a <laughs> new bitch in town. Get back to the woods, Wendy. <laughs> Fucking Sasquatch. I didn't say that, Wendy. Sorry. Yeah, so that was, that one was such a, a shocker. That is a shocker. Because we're, there's no indication. They have been the great. It's just like, 
how did they fake so well? Like, I mean, well, maybe they didn't fake. Maybe that was legit. And I mean, because you know, some people just go fucking buck ass wild. And I think this is the case with Michelle, only based on me looking at her pictures and her videos. I'm like, she lost her mind. Well, I mean, they were already kind of talking like uh, uh, there was one point in the show this past uh, week. They were saying like, well, I guess we're gonna have to take on some more financial burden. I mean, the America's dad said he goes. I, the I dad mean. said I'm getting a second job because Mirka's there, but her mom is not sending money. I mean, maybe, maybe that shit with her mom finally came to a head where where the the Michelle is like, fuck all this. I, mean, I don't y'all know. Y'all are all signing with this ridiculousness. I don't know. Is, that is a huge. It's a huge thing. shocker. And if you don't watch the show, you're probably like, oh, not a big deal. But when you see so many train wrecks and then you have some type of normalcy, you can't help to focus on that. And here's the thing. They're all really likable. Like Mirka, Ethan, and Ethan's parents are very likable. I mean, there's been times that we've been teary-eyed listening to Mirka. You know, her mom is just horrible. And now it's a total flip of the switch. And we still don't know exactly what's going on. I don't think that Charlie's on social media, which wasn't a big surprise. Mirka just opened up her um, Instagram account to where it's public, but she's one of those weirdos. I don't want anyone to know my baby's name. The fuck? Like, really? Like, you act like some like bill collectors are going to start calling your phone asking for the baby if you give the baby's name (laughs) out. I'm like, that is so dumb to me. It is like the equivalent when, like, a level W celebrity has a baby, and then they post pictures, and then there's, like, a heart emoji over the baby's face. I don't want anyone to see my baby. Bitch, we barely know who you are. How the fuck are we going to recognize your baby? (laughs) Like, who are you? You were in three Lifetime movies? And now you have to keep the identity of your baby? A secret? That's a really? holding out for a National Enquirer picture. And name, they so. do it all the time. And she's one of the, oh, I don't want anyone to know my name, her name. Okay. Bitch, be more focused on your name is Mirka. We'll be always be able to find your daughter because your fucked up name. Mirka. Mirka. She probably named her Mirka Jr. She Mirka. seems like the type that with the, mir- 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 what? How do you say it? Is her America? Name really, is her name Mir- really America and she just can't pronounce her? No, it's America. It is M Y R K A. Merca. Yes, it's it's, it's Spanish, I want to say. Um, so yeah, that was just a total like whole it was one of those situations from reality TV and you're like, "Oh my god, I got to text all my friends who watch the show." Then I realized I'm the only really immature one in the group who watches shit like that. So the only person I could really talk to was James. <laughs> what, like, would you well, imagine that happened to us? Would you take in, like, a scholar's boyfriend, for example, if if they got pregnant? Would you take them in? Uh, uh well, scholar's already in, so. <laughs> no, I mean, but well, but I mean, like, uh, um, like what they did. Would yeah, you take in under conditions? So you know, if he's working, giving support, I don't know. I, I, huh? Castration. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. That's a weird one. It would That's just depend one. on the situation, I guess. So, but I mean, she would have to, you know, make it from me, you know, her telling me she's pregnant and me pushing her down a flight of stairs and then me <laughs> falling down the same flight of stairs on top of her uterus. I mean, we got some things we got to work through Dragging first. Dragging her back up the stairs. Dragging her back again. up the stairs. Let me do it one more time. <laughs> and this time we really need to make it look like it's an accident. <laughs> so, Taking her on a tour of a coat hanger factory. So these are wire hangers. 
We don't I, normally I know keep, we said no wire no hangers. No wire hangers. We don't keep them in the house, but uh, yeah. I think, you know. Anyway, okay. So when we get back, uh, we will have our bitch please of the week from the Libra Lounge. I want to thank you guys for tuning in to the Libra Lounge with Keisha podcast and thank you for all of your support. Uh, but now it is time to award the bitch please of the week from the Libra Lounge. Bitch please! You be rolling down the street telling stories Bitch, you never tell the truth Bitch, please Everybody know you lying, bitch, cause all you do is lie All right, so, you know, I have a theme for white boys who love black women. And um, this person I have been a, a fan of since I was a little girl, uh, Ron Perlman. I, I, I love Ron Perlman. Uh, I've loved him since he played Vincent on the CBS version of the storybook tale of Beauty and the Beast, which also starred uh, Lyndall Hamilton. Who has aged very badly? Just saying. <laughs> Who aged a lot worse than Ron Perlman? She fuck. What? I mean, <laughs> bitch, was your face like were, were all your pores smoking cigarettes too? <laughs> it was, she looks bad. Your pores. Smoking. Like it's like all her pores were like smoking Mar like some of them were smoking Marlboro, some of them were smoking Newports. <laughs> she just looked bad. It's like damn. All right. <clears throat> Anyways, uh, and of course, you know, you got Hellboy. Uh, he's, he's a great actor. I think it was last year. He, he was married to a black woman, and they've got kids. They've been together 38 years. Wow. 38 years. I'm only 41. Like, the whole, our, our lifespan has been them married. And Ron is a good 72, right? He's up there. He's pretty up there. Um... He decided to leave his wife for some 20-something-year-old girl. White girl. White girl. Which is the biggest Which makes problem. it even worse. Yeah, All right? Exactly. And I'm like, damn, that's really fucked that's up. Something. And it's real fucked up how stupid Ron is because he don't know that this little girl is using him for his money and for clout. You know, she's clout chasing. She wants a career in acting, so she's going to fuck Hellboy. All right. All right. All right. But then... I found out today, which this just this really pissed me off, okay? Look, if you're with someone for 38 years and you are a Hollywood star, which I think Ron Perlman is a Hollywood oh star. God, yes. I mean, Sons of Anarchy. Uh, this, you name it, he's been. Yeah, it was, it was a big, ugly creature. He was probably in it. Him and Doug Jones, that's, that's, <laughs> that's what they do. I mean, they can walk down the street. You will never really. You, they, you can walk down the street and see Doug Jones or Ron Perlman, and you're gonna be man. What the hell, boy? You don't know, no. You know what I mean? The, you know, no, they're I think not with celebrities. Ron Perlman, you know, like he's just. He, but it'd be like. No one else looks like Ron Perlman. Which would freak you out a little bit. You're like, is that? Yeah, if you think you saw Ron Perlman, you saw Ron Perlman. He looked a lot less red in real life. <laughs> He's a lot redder in the movies. Anyway, this is what pissed me off. And this is why Ron Perlman is getting the bitch please of the week. So you've been married to someone for 38 years. You are a, an actor. You make a very good living. 
you decide to just drop this person. Now, Ron Perlman has not been acting since he was a teen. Ron Perlman was already old Ron Perlman when he started acting, all right? <laughs> Don't let all that costume and makeup fool you. His ass has been old the, his entire career, okay? So, logically, when you're an actor, you're gone to, you're gone a lot. Sure. So you really depend on your spouse to hold things down at home and take care of the kids, which it seems this is what his wife, I think her name's Opal, um, is what she did. I think she used to be like, like her own jewelry line or something like that, but primarily she was a wife, a housewife, which is perfectly fine. Until your husband decides to leave you. And then he doesn't want to give you any money. Oh. She's having a fight. So sometimes when I see this, I'm like, that's bullshit. But it said that, you know, she was in shock when he left. And she's like, I had to get therapy. Mm. I bet you fucking did. I, I mean, yeah. really. Um, and, and I think she's working with the life coach because she's like, I don't even know where to start. Which, even a person that hasn't been married that long, when you get a divorce, it's like, how do I do life without that person, even though I can't fucking stand them, but how do I do life without them, you know? And um, she's up there in her age, too. I think she's in her 60s. Um, and she wants Ron to give her spouse's support. And I agree. But that's not even a part that really made me mad. So since he's been dating this girl, he's got two grown children, but they're like in their early 20s, and they had some kind of agreement that, okay, you guys are just starting out on life, and y'all are figuring out what y'all want to do. So he gave each one of his kids $5,000 a month. Can I be adopted by Ron Perlman and the new white girl? <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll. Pay me twelve hundred a month. I'll be happy with that. So anyway, since he started dating her, he cut all of that out. Wow. Really? Yes, and I'm like, Ron, what? What? I literally, a while back, I was so pissed off at him. I had to go back and watch some episodes of Beauty and the Beast and fall in love with him all over again, as Vincent, the Beast. You had to restart. I had to restart, but now I got to rehate, because. <laughs> rehate. <laughs> You know, it's bad enough you did this to your wife, but why do you? Why do the kids have to suffer for it? Yeah, that's really fucked. That's up. That's really fucked up. And and, it, and I know some people are like, well, they're grown, which okay, but that's what rich people, shit, poor people do. That you try to help your kids out yeah. as they're starting to get, you know, on the track of figuring out what they want to do. And if you're rich, I mean, yeah, I don't. That pissed I mean, me off. Yeah, well, I, I would say if it really was just a a stop sending checks, that's pretty fucked up. But if it was like, look, here's here's the deal. This was yeah, happening. it wasn't even that. Okay. It's like he's pussy whipped and can't even see straight. I mean, uh, some of that's from cataract probably and glaucoma because <laughs> he's so old. But uh, yeah, I think that's a pretty shitty thing to do. Like, to me, that is you are wanting to rip your family apart. You're not doing anything to ease the transition of this going on. See, and Ron Perlman was one of those like no drama, no you know, no problem guy. For like, you never heard forever, that crazy and then all of a sudden, bam, Perlman. you know. And then poor kids. Oh God, can you imagine looking like a mixed race Ron Perlman? Because that's what his daughter and son look like. I'm just <laughs> half like, black, God. half caveman. I mean, if you see Ron Perlman's kids at the mall, you're like, they're my Perlman's kids. Y'all see Hellboy's kids over there? <laughs> Huh? 
that don't be alarmed because they ain't got no tail. It's tucked in. You, they got that Hellboy tail. You see them walking around thinking you're at Night of the Museum. It's like, like, the, like the is this the Guillermo del Toro movie? <laughs> what the fuck? The creatures are loose. <laughs> Where's Doug Jones? The creatures, the creatures are They've come up. Because whatever, yeah, so in a lot of Ron Perlman movies, the creatures that he hangs out with, they all live underground. But when you see Ron Perlman's kids walking around, the motherfuckers have elevated. They are decided to live above ground. They're on top side. They're trying to get that $5,000 a month back. Like, we got to go to court today. So, you know. All right, so that is the Bitch Please for the week. Thank you guys for tuning in, and we'll see you next week. It's the Lieber Lounge. The Lieber Lounge. Ooh.